We often hear that it takes two committed people to make a marriage work. But did you know that it could take one courageous partner willing to make the move towards progress by starting the journey towards building the stronger marriage he or she desires? In this episode, we will be discussing five practical steps you can start taking towards building a strong and happy marriage you truly desire, even if your spouse is not currently on board with you. Welcome to the Happy African Marriage Podcast, a show where we empower, equip, and encourage you to build a stronger marriage in these modern times, even if you're raising a family. We are Dr. Eben and David, a Christian couple, happily married life partners, parents of three, and marriage partnership coaches. If you're ready to build an enriching marriage partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home, and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations, this podcast was made for you. So, stay tuned. Be prepared to be empowered and inspired to build the happy African marriage you truly desire. I beg, make we talk the matter. Hi friend, welcome to another episode on this show. In our last episode, we described the story of a couple, Mr. and Mrs. Oyo, though not their real names, highlighting a marital issue evident in their relationship. We will bring up the story again shortly. The previous episode, episode 4, inspired us to create this episode because we know there are individuals that can identify with Mr. and Mrs. Oyo's story. So we developed a five-step method the ABCDE method to help more individuals that are willing to be a courageous spouse ready to take the next steps towards building the strong and happy marriage they truly desire, whether a spouse is currently on board or not. If you are that courageous partner, then this episode is for you. It does not matter if you are a husband or a wife. This is not a gender-specific method. This practical five-step method can help you make progress along the way as long as you actually take action. Remember, your thoughts determine your actions. Your actions determine your results. We want you to know that this is not going to necessarily be easy to do, but it also does not mean it cannot be done. And if you are both deciding to, to do this as husband and wife, that's good. And you can also apply this method. We'll encourage you to work on the steps individually. It's important to focus on your own parts. Let's begin by reminding you of Mr. and Mrs. Oyo's story again. Mrs. Oyo has been longing for her husband to love her, but she's not feeling it. So she decides she would withhold respect until she feels love. Meanwhile, since Mr. Oyo does not feel that he's been respected, he also withholds love from Mrs. Oyo, and the cycle goes on and on and on. Are they both right in their decision, or is there somebody who is wrong in the decision? Let's discuss their situation. Listening to Mr. and Mrs. Oyo's story, it is already obvious that there is an unpleasant cycle taking place. This has resulted in a marital issue. Yes, we need to rule out any form of abuse in Mr. and Mrs. Oyo's relationship. 
what we find are two individuals who are not applying the marriage formula, love and respect. We can also conclude that they are not applying the other parts of the marriage formula, which are reverence for Christ and live and cleave. To learn more about the three parts of the marriage formula, as mentioned, would encourage you to listen to episodes 2, 3, and 4. What follows this unpleasant cycle taking place between Mr. Oyo and Mrs. Oyo is that they are trapped in a cycle that does not benefit them, causing more stress rather than peace and unity in their home. Yes, if a woman does not feel loved or a man does not feel respected, imagine how the atmosphere of that home will look like or feel. They will probably engage in a war of silence. You know, the war where each person does their own thing without talking to the other person. <laughs> Living and cleaving would be tough in this case. Reverence for Christ, um, it's, it's also shaky there. But we know reverence for Christ will involve denying self-gratification and choosing to respond in a loving manner instead of reacting to the behavior of another individual, and in this case, a spouse, since we're making reference to marriage. The question remains, who is going to be the courageous spouse that is willing to take the first step towards progress despite the challenges in their marriage? Would it be Mr. Oyo or Mrs. Oyo? What are some steps he or she can take? This requires courage and a willingness to decline immediate gratification since it's not going to be easy. Both Mr. Oyo and Mrs. Oyo made a decision individually to be courageous, to be that courageous spouse in the marriage. Once again, I need to add here that if one spouse decides to be the courageous one, these steps can still apply. Sure. What is this method? We call it the ABCDE method that has motivated Mr. and Mrs. Oyo towards progress, towards building the strong and happy marriage they truly desire. The first is A, asking great questions. Mr. and Mrs. Oyo had to individually ask themselves, what do I really want? When you ask this question, it helps you work towards a goal. In order to know what outcome you hope to achieve, you need to work towards a goal. The answer to this question, what do I really want, takes care of that. Another great question to ask is this, which is more important, keeping my marital status and managing my marriage or building the strong and happy marriage of my dreams? For Mr. and Mrs. Oyo, we found out that deep down, they have the desire to work better as members of the same team. And they also want to see, I mean, set a good example for their children. They don't also like the current state of their marriage. Let me add one more great question you could ask your spouse. What is respect to you? What is love to you? You know, it's amazing what people assume respect is or love is to their spouses. But when we ask, we are able to identify, you know, the needs of our spouses. For example, Mr. Oyo desires that his wife show some interest in the things that matter to him. On the other hand, Mrs. Oyo loves when he appreciates her from time to time. For example, appreciating her when she spends 
time cooking nourishing meals for the family or sending a text to check on her how to find out how her day is going and being a working mom, she'll love for him to offer some more assistance around the house. Although Mr. Oyo has been buying fancy gifts for Mrs. Oyo because he thinks that, you know, that's the way to show a woman that he loves her. All the while, he was wondering why the response from his wife was not as warm as he would have thought. He did not realize that he had to understand Mrs. Oyo as a unique individual to know her love language so he can speak it and not base his assumptions on what he has observed or what has been portrayed in some movies. To find out more on the five love languages by Dr. Gary Chapman, please check out the link in this episode description. The next is B, breaking limiting beliefs. This step involves identifying and eliminating limiting beliefs holding you back from building the strong marriage you desire Getting rid of the assumptions is also a part of it. What is a limiting belief? This is a belief that hinders a person from moving towards achieving a desired goal. As a courageous spouse, Mr. Oyo was able to identify and eliminate one major limiting belief. What was this major limiting belief? For Mr. Oyo, the feeling that before he can love his wife, she needs to respect him was what was hindering him from moving toward his goal. Another limiting belief is that respect is reciprocal. And so since he was not receiving it, he was not willing to give love. Mrs. Oyo also identified a limiting belief and some. She felt to be submissive or respect her husband, he needs to show her love first. She also believed that because he left her to handle all the household chores alone and did not assist around the house, he did not love her. With both of them, this cycle of no love, no respect, and no respect, no love was created. Having realized what the limiting beliefs were, they were ready to move on to the next, which is... C. Change your perspective. To break limiting beliefs, we need to replace them with new ones. This is where a courageous partner changes their perspective. From the scripture we read in Ephesians 5.33, it is clear that there is no condition attached to loving one's wife or respecting one's husband. We also understand that marriage is ordained by God, according to Matthew 19.4-6. We can then say that your marriage is not about you, but about God. You may want to say it to yourself. Can I hear you say, my marriage, marriage. is not about me. It is about God. My marriage is not about me. It is about God. You know, this takes the focus away from you and puts the focus on surrendering to God. You take the step forward and remind yourself this. My spouse does not complete me. Only God completes me. I hand over control to God. I choose to live a life that brings God glory. And that includes my married life. I am accountable to God and would not allow feelings control me. Therefore, I will do what I know is right out of reverence for Christ. How would Mr. and Mrs. Oyo show reverence for Christ? This leads us to D. Dedicate your marriage to God. How did they do this? They did this through prayer, word, and fellowship. 
Mrs. Oyo began to ask God for grace, for strength. She became vulnerable with God, pouring out her heart to him like she is talking to a loving father who deeply cares about her. Trusting that he wants the best for her and that he will see her through the situation. Of course, Mr. Oyo began to commit his wife into God's hands in addition to what the wife was also doing. He also realizing that he cannot change anyone and that he himself needs God's help. This is very important to know that you cannot make anyone do what they don't want to do. Please save your time and energy trying to fix another imperfect human like you. Rather, pray that God touches his or her heart as you continue doing your own part and honor God in your marriage. Through your actions, you could inspire your spouse in the process. This involves submitting to the guidance of the Holy Spirit, asking God for wisdom in your marriage, leading self, and modeling the behavior or response you desire in your marriage. The Holy Spirit can help you to be empathetic towards your spouse. Your area of strength may not be your spouse's area of strength, and vice versa. Continue to pray to God to help you discover ways to be loving towards your spouse, even if he or she appears unlovable at times. The truth is that it is not easy. Marriage requires work. Remember, God loves you more than you will ever know, and he wants the best for you, even in the midst of that difficult situation or challenge. The Oyos began to also read the Bible individually, and as a couple, they also had fellowship with one another. Of course, faith without works is dead. So once you have begun to dedicate your marriage to God by prayer, through the word, and fellowship, we need to put some actions in place. And this takes us to the final alphabet, E, which is? Elevate your spouse. Mr. Oyo had to find a way to change the atmosphere in his home from the negative vibes to a positive and more relaxed environment. This is what he did. He began to think of good things about his wife, you know, who she is and what she does. He actually applied Philippians 4.8 and I'll read it to you. It says that finally, brethren, Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Wow, if if we can just think these things of our spouses. The way the enemy does it is that he puts anything that is opposite of the above in the mind of of the the spouse. When the enemy does this, Mr. Ojo is able to refocus. You know, he throws those thoughts out, those negative thoughts out, and decides to focus on what is praiseworthy of her. He even began to keep record in a journal as a reminder of the things he admired about her. Remember, he's not keeping records of of wrong. He began to appreciate his wife. You know, he appreciates her when she does something good. For example, he appreciates 
how she spends time with the children when he's away. You know, the way the meals she cooks. And, and, and this is just to mention a few. Mrs. Oyo also began to retaliate in a positive sense. <laughs> for example, when Mr. Oyo takes out the trash, she thanked him for it. Yes, it may be his responsibility, but he did it. She appreciated him for doing the laundry and lots more. Mm -hmm. So I ask you, who would you tend to get along more with? Someone who appreciates you from time to time or someone who constantly complains about you? The natural thing is that we lean towards those who appreciate us and stay away from those who do not. Therefore, be that spouse who elevates their partner. Marriage is a partnership. Therefore, help your spouse where they need help. Pay closer attention to your words when you speak to your spouse. Not only what you say, but how you say it. Are your words kind? Proverbs 16.24 says, Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul, and healthy for the body. This journey was able to break the unpleasant cycle of Mr. and Mrs. Oyo, but it then created a godly cycle that brought love and respect to both of them. And we should mention that it became easier for them to cleave as they felt like two life partners growing together in love. We already mentioned that the Oyos began to also read the Bible individually and as a couple, they had fellowship with one another. This is cleaving spiritually. The emotional connection between them improved. The intimacy increased. Their sexual experience improved. Mm -hmm. Sex did not feel like an act anymore. They felt a deeper connection when they did. Mr. Oyo noticed Mrs. Oyo was more actively involved and they began to enjoy their marriage like they had always dreamed of. <laughs> yeah. Now, did Mr. and Mrs. Oyo regret taking action towards progress? Of course they didn't. They only hoped that they had started much sooner. Wouldn't you like this and more in your home? Let's just add a few more things before we round up. You can always follow the path of the or yours. When your spouse notices a change in you, he or she may be curious about this change in attitude and behavior. This is how you can inspire your spouse through self-leadership, not through manipulation. Of course, we know that manipulation is done unfairly with harm in view. But in this case, you are bringing more positive impact to your home. Your focus should be the long-term benefit of breaking this cycle. It is giving your children the gift of a good marriage. In addition, when spouses who are also parents unlearn old limiting beliefs and relearn new beliefs and start making changes and are more loving towards each other, they become better examples and teachers to their children on how to be loving and kind to each other and to their future spouses. And that's true. One of the results of breaking this unpleasant cycle as observed in Mr. and Mrs. Oyo's case is that you are not just bringing more positive impact in your home in the present, but also starting a journey to building a legacy of impact for ch your children and future generations. Are you ready to be the courageous spouse that breaks the cycle of managing or enduring marriage for your children and the next generations after them?
then go ahead and utilize the ABCDE five-step method that we just described. You don't have to wait for your spouse to get on board. You have a part to play. Focus on your part. Partner with God and let God transform your marriage. According to Nelson Mandela, this is what he said, and I quote, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid, but he who conquers that fear. End of quote. This also applies to women, since courage is not gender biased. You heard that. So, join us along with other courageous spouses as we launch the journey to building a stronger marriage and enriching life partnership for a peaceful, thriving, and unified home in the present age and a lasting legacy of impact for future generations. If you have any question, please feel free to reach out to us by sending us a DM on Instagram or sending us an email. We would also love to hear from you. Let us know how your marital journey is going and how we can support you. And to get the information about our um, Instagram handle and our email, it's found in the episode description in this, uh, of this episode. Okay. In the next episode, we'll begin a new series that you would not want to miss. You'll find out about that later. So don't forget to subscribe to receive notifications for future episodes. Till next time, talk to you soon. God bless you. Shalom. If you like that a mom show, please don't forget to leave them a review to, to spread the love. Hi friend, if this podcast has inspired you or you found value in today's episode, one of the best ways to thank us is to leave a written review in our Apple podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Also, please feel free to share this episode on your social media channels. And together, let's join the Happy African Marriage Movement as we work together to break the cycle of managing or enduring marriages for our children and the next generations after them. Remember, the state of our marriages today can impact our future generations. Shalom.